Speakers Bank Podcast. Our voices, our views. Hello and welcome to Speakers Bank Podcast. Our voices, our views. Today I'm here with... Um, oh, by the way, I am Tessa. And I am here with Peter and Christine, and we're doing this in Christine's house in this beautiful backyard of Christine. Thank you for having us, Christine. You are more than welcome. <laughs> All right, so um, my first question for both of you is if you could like tell us something about yourself. So, ladies first. Thank you. <laughs> I was just going to be kind to Peter. Okay. Okay. Well, shortly after our family migrated to Australia from war-torn Europe, uh-huh. my parents were told to prepare my funeral. Oh. I was 13 and a half months old. Mm-hmm. I'm blessed to have survived the last polio e- epidemic in Australia, yeah. pre-vaccine, uh-huh. um, even though the virus left me with incomplete quadriplegia. Mm. Okay, so we'll go to Peter. My turn? Yeah. Um, well, I've basically got uh, two lives. Uh, one was uh, pre-accident. Uh-huh. Um, I was absolutely crazy with sport. I played football, played uh, basketball, coached football, coached basketball, mm. played table tennis. Uh, I was also a qualified trainer for football. Mm-hmm. Um, that all changed in uh, April 1996 um, when I had uh, an accident. I was pinned between two cars, courtesy of a drunk driver, yeah. and uh, yeah, led a very different life since. Um, one of those good things out of that life, obviously, was that I met Christine, and we're both about as crazy as each other. <laughs> we can see that. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, so uh, following up with that um, introduction of your speaker, so can you please describe us how you met? How it happened? Yeah, how it happened. Uh, yes, uh, I uh, was a qualified first aider mm-hmm. and I stopped to assist at an accident where mm-hmm. a, a drunk driver had run head on into a car on the wrong side of the road. Uh-huh. And uh, being a first aider, um, I uh, gave assistance where I could. The drunk driver then very politely threw his beer bottle out the window and mm. uh, took off on the other side of the road. And to this day, I still don't know how because uh, the car was yeah. a wreck, but he managed somehow. <laughs> um, I went to the rear of the car to get his registration number as he drove off. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, a taxi driver was looking at his computer for jobs, mm. which in those days were down in the console. So their eyes were taken off the road to look at them and he ran into the back and I was uh, pinned in between. So um, it made a bit of a mess of things. Uh. Uh-huh. Okay, thank you Peter for sharing that. Um, well, I'll go with Christine again. <laughs> Sorry, I'll just go bouncing. Yes, yes, the please. Like a it's over yeah, to you, Christine. It's like, <laughs> like a tennis match. Watch the ball. <laughs> so uh, with your um, experience with the disability sector, um, can you share us something your experiences working with the disability sector? Sure. I first of all would like to just make an apology to the viewers of this podcast. I finished my notes about two hours ago and have not had time to memorise them. And my late husband used to say that I suffer from verbal diarrhoea. I have a tendency to waffle if I don't have some notes. So, no comment. Uh, I want to stay on track. <laughs> 
Um, I've been active in the disability self-help movement for more than 40 years, longer than you ladies have probably been on planet Earth, um, as a volunteer disability rights advocate. I've served on numerous committees and boards at municipal, state and national levels, in fact on more committees than I can remember. Yep, so um, with that experience, um, as your experience as a survivor of polio, um, how did that impact other people's lives right. since you're working with disabilities? Yeah, well, many people fully recover or have recovered. But even so, decades later, post-polio syndrome may rear its ugly head. With a slow development of muscle weakness, similar to that which the person had during the initial infection. I began developing such symptoms in my early 30s. A long time ago, I'm nearly 70. <laughs> More recently, weakened throat muscles have impaired my speech, so I need to go into robot mode at times. Would you like to demonstrate, <laughs> Peter? Yes, Christine, I will demonstrate. <laughs> he loves to take the pee out of me when I have trouble speaking. Okay. Never. <laughs> I've also developed a head tremor, but that's not polio related. Close friends now affectionately call me Naughty! <laughs> and I've been asked if that makes Peter big ears or Mr. Plod. Have you decided? Uh, well, got to be Mr. Plod. Okay. I've got big feet. Okay. <laughs> For those who might not know, they were children's characters when we were growing up. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I think they've been banned now, haven't they? I'm uh, not sure. Oh, okay. I know some of the stuff's been banned. Okay. All right, so um, with Peter, um, since you had your accident, what changes or what impacts with your life after the accident? Yeah. Uh, well, enormous changes as far as my sport. Um, unfortunately, all of that was gone. Mm -hmm. But. Um, uh, I even before the accident, I was um, fairly heavily involved with counselling the yeah. disability field, uh, aged and disability, and um, obviously since the accident, um, that's become a lot more um, consistent. Of like Christine, I've been on uh, many many different committees. I still am on uh, quite a few mm. disability committees and. Uh, um, like to cause problems with people, uh, particularly one of my pet hates is uh, people parking in disabled spaces okay. without a we'll uh, permit. That. <laughs> um, yeah. Really don't like that at all and uh -huh. uh, gets my ginger up. Uh, I have mm. got myself into, a, self into a few predicaments before. Uh -huh. but um, Go yeah. and tell them the story, come on. Oh. You're bursting to pick up your crutch. Yeah. Um, pick up your I was, I was waiting to... Um, <laughs> Uh, go into a disabled parking space one day and uh, a uh, young chap in a big snazzy, uh, small snazzy sporty sports car, uh -huh. he uh, decided to um, ram in there before me and uh, I wasn't very impressed and I um, said a few choice words to him and told him it was a disabled spot, he had no permit 
Uh, with that, he let rip with um, some language that I probably just about said your head early. And uh, I said to him, I said, I'm not here to take that sort of rubbish off you or anybody else. And uh, with that, he let rip again and, uh, and threatened me and all sorts of things. And um, I'd had enough, so I, uh, I had my crotch, which is behind me, so I threw it down on the ground and I told him to have a go. And uh, what he didn't count on is I'd done quite a few years um, uh, amateur wrestling before the uh, the accident, so he went to throw a punch at me, and I um, I blocked him and mm. twisted his arm. And oh, yeah. the first thing you do when your arm's twisted is you drop, and yeah. uh, and I went whop and broke his nose. So <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think you'll park in a disabled spot again. <laughs> he'll learn his lesson. <laughs> he definitely did. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, following up with that, because you already shared experience that you have. Uh, after the accident and with that parking um, thing. So what do you think um, are the differences you find after the accident in, in terms of the opinions of the society? Um, oh, chalk and cheese. Um, mm -hmm. Since the accident, uh, I've had people um, will walk onto the other side of the road uh, to avoid me uh, mm -hmm. because of the damage to my legs. and. Uh, Unfortunately, um, for a long time, if you had any sort of disability, people thought straight away that, uh, that you were crazy yeah. and um, took all um, steps that they could to avoid you. It has uh, improved over the years, but it still does have a long way to go. Um, there's a lot of discrimination happens to people with disabilities, you know, access mm -hmm. to uh, venues and uh, shops and all those that have steps. So it still has a long, long way to go, um, yeah. but uh, yeah, we uh, we hang in there and we um, we nab them when we can and uh, and you know, have a go at them and everything else and point out that uh, you know they could be um, speaking to the disability discrimination mm -hmm. board and uh, yeah we have our say both of us do that so uh, yeah. Do you want to relate the story about that mother? Uh, yes, just one example of that is uh, I was, um, it was summertime and I was uh, shopping down in sunshine in my shorts and um, a mother with a daughter came up to me and, uh, and told me that I should either go home or put long pants on because I shouldn't be walking around the place with my leg like that and uh, well I won't repeat the exact words that I said to her but um, cleaning it up I said to her that she, um, if she had opinions like that she didn't she was in the dark ages and you know, I was very, very offended. Yeah. But unfortunately um, it does go on. So there's still a lot of um, things to A be lot of improvement to be yeah. made yet. Yeah, yeah, it has come on, but uh, a long way to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So with Christine, uh, since you had polio, since you were young, how did your parents support you and the community as a whole? Okay. Well, firstly, I have limited memory of the first 10 years of my life, um, much of which was spent in hospitals mm -hmm. and a large institution. Yeah. People are amazed nowadays that I come from an institutional background because they don't basically exist the way they used to. Um, the excruciatingly painful physiotherapy that I endured would be viewed as child abuse, uh, abuse today. Mm. 
I remember being dearly loved by my parents and older sister and always knew I was a part of their family unit. Similarly to Peter, community attitudes towards people with disability are gradually improving. Though human nature is such that I believe there will always be a degree of fear, ignorance and discrimination. It's sad to hear, but it's true. So, um, for both of you, a uh, question that probably for Peter, because I think he has like interesting stories that he has. So what are the challenges that you think for a disabled person, person that uh, are, you can see in, in our society today? Yeah, um, I think one of the biggest challenges for uh, someone with a disability is um, if you're uh, trying to get a job. Uh -huh. um, I know myself over the years uh, when I've gone into uh, for an interview and as soon as I've walked in on the crutch or crutches depending on how it was at the time yeah. um, you can see the look on the uh, the person interviewing me you can see their looks change straight away mm -hmm. and you sort of think why did I bother um, mm -hmm. and uh, unfortunately that sort of thing does still go on today uh, yeah. they wouldn't admit to it again because um, they uh, could be in big trouble over it, but uh, you can see that um, there's just, you know, you haven't got hope in hell. Uh -huh. um, my original job that I had before the accident was um, made redundant. Uh, mine and another person's were made redundant. And uh, we were both offered to apply for the position and, you know, obviously an able-bodied person going in there and myself going in there on the crutch, uh, you know, you knew straight away who was going to get the job. Uh -huh. but. Uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, that's how it was, and I think to a, a fair degree still is. So um, that's one of the biggest challenges. Um, uh, as I said before, accessibility. Uh, Christine and I often go to a lot of shows in the city. Um, we're like two big kids. And uh, so many places that we walk past because they've got steps, we can't go in there for dinner. And probably Melbourne CBD, I think, would be one of the worst, if not the worst, in Victoria. Mm. So um, that's another challenge, obviously, too, is accessibility. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, they're, they're probably the, the two biggest things. Um, getting people to, uh, to able-bodied people to accept you yeah. is, uh, is always hard. Um, but, uh, as I say, we're both about as crazy as each other, so... Um, we get on very well with each other, so... That's nice to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm innocent. It's yeah. just nobody believes me. He knows that's one of the things that I find the worst phrases he comes out with. He was determined to throw that in. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, Al, with all those challenges that you Um, well, if we go to shows and things, um, we ring the uh, the box office directly, uh -huh. and uh, we make a, a, a special needs booking with them, so that uh, Christine's got a wheelchair bay and I've got the seat next to her. So um, that's easily uh, worked out. They're very, very good at the theatres, um, so that's one thing we don't have to worry about. 
um, public transport. Uh, not so bad for Christine because she zooms around in the chair. But uh, <laughs> I've got batteries. Stations that have got lifts and things. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, that don't have lifts. Yeah. Um, I can't get up and down the uh, the ramps. So public transport for me is out. So I've really got to drive absolutely everywhere and. Uh, yeah, I would rather go by public transport, but it's, it's just not feasible. So, Sometimes um, we take a wheelchair taxi. Yeah, yeah, we've done that too. Especially when you want to get drunk. See <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never, never. I'm innocent, I see you. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, Christine, how do you um, motivate people suffering from polio? That's a really interesting question because most polio survivors are amazingly resilient and determined to simply get on with their life. You won't often hear us whinge. And in case I forget to say so later, may I just say you are a delightful host. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much, Christine. Yep, that's all I've got on that question. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Well, you one other thing. Oh, did I on that? Yeah, vaccinate. Back, oh, back, no, back, no, back. that's the next question. Oh, sorry. You're <laughs> jumping the gun. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, uh, with that, with that, with what you said, Christine, um, what would you like to say to people who do not understand? Okay. Go on, go on. You stole my thunder. You no, you can well. do it. No, go on. Deliver the line. Community awareness education is the key. The history of polio is fascinating. I'd encourage people to research it on the internet. In addition, I'm plugging myself. You could invite me to be a guest speaker. <laughs> She's available, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yes, and cheap. Um, I, I promise to be informative and entertaining. I was no doubt about that. <laughs> She is very entertaining. So, um, with Peter uh, at present as a speaker at Speakers Bank, yep. how are you motivating people who are suffering the same disability or who has the um, same uh, situation as you are? Yeah. Um, in some ways, it's it's similar to Christine, and uh, and that is to um, you know to not let it drag you down. Look, there are times when it when it does. Yes. Um, even to this day, you know, 23 years later, I, uh, I still suffer with depression from the accident. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, one of the key things that I do um, stress when I'm speaking to people is that if they do ever find themselves in that position of, of suffering with depression, don't think that it will go away, because it won't. Um, and I do stress on them that you need to, uh, to get help and speak with somebody. Um, I do... Uh, regularly see somebody myself and, and it's an enormous help yep. and uh, yeah, that's one of the big things that um, that I think is, is a lot easier to happen to people with disabilities is that um, depression can get a hold of them mm -hmm. 
and uh, yeah, to make sure that you um, you get help with it because it doesn't go away. Yes. Um, you know, much as you'd like to think and hope it would, yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. And um, yeah, there's there's been times when uh, you know, probably in, in a lot of ways we drag each other off the ground because <laughs> there's been times when Christine's been struggling and uh, and um, you know I'll throw in a few crazy things and. And drag her up, and, and she's yes, often done the same thing for me. Well, yes, that too. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's often you know been the case where um, I've been struggling as well, and, and Christine's been there for me. So certainly seek out your friends. Um, you know, that's what they're there for to help each other. So it helps that you have friends. Yeah, yeah. Because as crazy oh, as you are. Yeah, there's a song. You have a friend in me. Yeah, there is. Um, that's where for quite a while after the accident I struggled mm -hmm. um, because a lot of my friends I had through the sports they disappeared and um, that's where but I, I found replaced them all in a big <laughs> way. in one whole package yes, yes. Um, so yeah your friends that you've got yeah. um, if something does happen you really do find out your real friends yeah, yeah. and this is certainly one of them I shall have a swollen head. I know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <hell why? laughs> oh, well, thank you to both of you. It was really wonderful doing this podcast with you guys. Uh, I had fun, and you guys were very inspiring. And I hope this audience also finds you inspiring with that. So, thank you, Peter, and thank you, Christine. And you thank are you. very welcome. Yes. So, oh, I like that. Yep, so that wraps our Speaker's Bank podcast, our voices, our views. And if you have any questions or know someone who wants to join us in our focusy, please contact us at 0399140988 or visit our website at www.speakers.org.au. Also, like us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, The Speaker's Bank. And you could watch us here. We'll upload it later. Thank you very much. And can I day. do one closing statement? Oh, yes. Yep, sure. In the words of Porky Pig, blip, 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 blip. that's all, folks. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> I had to get it in. Speakers Bank Podcast. Our voices, our views. Hello and welcome to Speakers Bank Podcast. Our voice, our view. Uh, my name is Alpna and I am here with our guest for today is Christine and Peter. So I will start with Christine. In your opinion, how do you define aging? <laughs> In a simple <laughs> word, one single word, liberating. You no longer sweat the little stuff. It's so important to embrace each season of your life. I've always loved grey or white hair, 
and used to pay to have my colour stripped out. These days, I save on hairdressing costs. I like to jokingly say that the only problem with ageing, oh sorry, with growing old, is we begin to leak and creep. And crackle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next question to Peter, what would you like to share your experience as a road trauma support service Victoria and Green Bank Community Member? Yep, um, I've been a, <coughs> excuse me, sorry, I've been a member of uh, Road Trauma Support Service Victoria for um, uh, just over 10 years. Uh, I was approached originally um, by uh, somebody at a disability meeting who asked if I'd be interested and uh, went and did the training and um, yeah, went from there and I speak to uh, road offenders generally about each month um, where the uh, judge and the courts um, uh, instruct them that they have to do a road trauma support services course mm -hmm. and um, I speak to them. I also, uh, when I'm speaking to them, I physically go around and I show them the damage to my legs and um, so that they can see the impact of, uh, you know, of, of road trauma and the wrong thing on the road. Um, so that's the road trauma. Um, Brimbank uh, community, I've uh, been doing volunteer work for a bit over 10 years as well for Brimbank. Um, I'm on a number of different uh, committees, the Brimbank um, Disability uh, Network Group, uh, the Brimbank Disability Advisory uh, Committee, I'm also on uh, WINDAG, which is the Wyndham Disability Action Group, which is out of my area, but um, I've gone on there to support Christine and help with numbers. So, um, and again, we uh, we have a lot of fun at our meetings, so um, as well as get through what we need to. So, so Christine, do you think that people can live uh, a healthy life I have an extremely playful nature. Oh yeah. <laughs> so have no desire to grow old gracefully. <laughs> Being cheeky and flirtatious mm -hmm. is a lot more fun. Peter and I are like kids in a little oh in a lolly shop. In a big lolly shop. <laughs> <laughs> when we get together. <laughs> there is a saying growing old is inevitable. Growing up is optional. Peter, would you like to share the gold class cinema story? Oh, definitely. <laughs> Anything to make a fool of you, Christian. Oh, thank you, Peter. <laughs> um, yes, we went to a gold class movie for the first time, and uh, the uh, as you probably know, the seats recline right back, and um, Christine uh, got into the chair there, and she said, "Oh, what do I? Where do I go to?" to um, uh, to lie back a little bit and uh, Christine pulled the lever and pulled it all the way and the next minute she went flying backwards and her little legs were going like mad <laughs> and I couldn't help her because I was laughing too much. <laughs> and a, a little um, uh, addition to that story, those tickets were actually presented to me as a gift from a necto. So oh. there's the connection with the necto as well. Well there you go. So my next question to Peter, what's your role as a member, like you are working in uh, 
Um, when I first started with Road Trauma Support Services, um, it obviously speaking about uh, the accident and everything else, uh, I found it a bit tough in the beginning, but um, I found over the years, and even now after 23 years since the accident, that it still helps me cope in, in some small way better of what, um, with what happened. And um, the, uh, um, the uh, disability groups that I'm on, well I have been chairperson and I, I generally try and mentor um, the new chairperson when they take over or provide support and, um, yeah, and again, you know, get through what we need to but, but have a bit of fun. So, like Christine said, you know, I'm a bit younger but uh, just as crazy. <laughs> I think so the woman. So coming to Christine again. So uh, Christine, if there is an aged person with disability, so what do you think? How ageing challenges for them? Like how do they face problems if the aging is like suffering from them? Um, the ageing process is a challenge for anyone blessed with a long life. I feel advantaged to have lived with disability because it's been an almost lifelong process of adjustment. Yes. So you think about ageing with this. Uh, Peter, my next question to you is how do you keep your positive attitude while working as a public speaker? Um, that's a good one. Uh, obviously, Christine helps a lot. <laughs> um, we have done a few gigs to, uh, together. We did um, a gig at KC Radio, um, Radio F, KC FM, um, and uh, again, um, you know, we sort of help get each other through it. As I said, uh, road trauma helps me to deal with um, what happened at my accident uh, better. And also, um, obviously, uh, to know that you make a difference to some of these road offenders, um, in that uh, their driving habits, you know, may improve drastically, or um, you know, at least improve somehow. Uh, that also makes a big difference to uh, to how you feel. You feel um, quite good. You know, we had one member there um, that did a road trauma uh, support services uh, course or seminar. And um, about a week later, he uh, contacted me to see whether I would give him a reference for court. Um, of which uh, I said, "Well, look, all I can do is say how you contributed on the night." And I said, "I haven't known you before now." And um, he took that to the court, and it, it made a big difference. And uh, and I received a few weeks later, actually, a, a beautiful letter from him and um, and a box of chocolates of you know, thanks uh, for everything that I'd done and. Uh, yeah, things like that happening, you probably feel 20 feet tall. So um, it, uh, that's how you, to me, that's how you keep a positive attitude is, is by knowing that uh, in some small way you're making a difference. So my last question to you, Christine, what's your message for disabled age people? Okay, faced with the options of misery or happiness. Why would you choose misery? What about craziness? <laughs> no, that's not included. Uh -huh. There is always someone doing it tougher than you. 
One of my favourite sayings is, be the kind of woman that when your feet hit the floor each morning, the devil says, oh crap, she's up. <laughs> <laughs> the motto works for men too. I haven't heard that one before. Haven't I told you no. that one? Oh, well, see, you still learn. <laughs> That's it from me. Thank you. Same question with you, Peter. What's your message for the same people? Um, well, probably very similar to Christine in that, um, you know, there's, there's always people in worse situations. I mean, uh, just as an example, I suppose, well, I've got the damage to my legs, but um, my mind and everything else is still fine. Huh? Well, some people <laughs> think it is. Uh, <laughs> um, whereas you see some other people who have been uh, in road accidents and, you know, they're, they're vegetables. And um, I suppose I've been lucky in that avenue and it wasn't too good for the legs, but, um, you know, the rest of me is fine. So, uh, yeah, there's, there's always people worse off, and um, and again, uh, as I have said previously, you know, if you get into a, situ a real rut where you need help, is um, get it. There's nothing wrong with asking for help. So, um, to me, that's how you get through those things. Thank you, Mr. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so that wraps our speaker's bank podcast. Our voice, our views. If you have any question or know someone with uh, who wants to join us uh, in our advocacy, so please contact us at 9314-0988 or visit our website at www.speakersbank.org.au. Uh, also like us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, The Speakers Bank. Thank you so much. And on that note, I have one thing to say. But as in the words of Porky Pig, Blip, 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 blip. That's all, folks. <laughs> Thank you. Bye bye.